1: book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300 000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator
0: back to old school with dp and j on 93 7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
2: Back, Jay Foreman, DP, on time. Harrison keeps us on time, man. He's like a teacher, man. you like a substitute teacher. Dude. You ain't no fun, Harrison. We got to be on time. Makes my job easier. Look at Jake. Look at Jake over your right hand. Look at, look at him. <laughs> Mr. Intensity over there. Uh, we are back. A little Husker talk. Um, let's move to the defense, man. Where What do you guys think it means? I know what it means. I know what Coach Rule means is when we, the defense has to embrace that we're a defensive team.
3: Oh, Jay Foreman. But, you were the you were the Houston Texans of the early age where, yes, where yes, David Carr oh was your God. quarterback. Please. And y'all I knew- do I do not <laughs> want
2: them them young men over there to experience that ever.
3: Like they you know what it is. They that tell is, you That listen, is what it is, man. I'm sorry, boys and girls. We're not gonna score a lot of points. So you have to carry the day.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what you make out of it. If you if you're leaving that game and the offense was the best thing on the field that day, your defense probably didn't show up.
3: Oh, you got to be way better than the offense. Like you got to mm-hmm. be way way better. Jay, but I think like, but like, I think
2: if if everybody embraces that, oh. it can it can work in this small vacuum of 2023 for this team with this schedule, with this situation. And that everybody has to embrace it. So the in the hard part is this the Satterfield has to embrace it. Foley has to embrace it. And then, you know, obviously Tony White's going to do his thing. And then the players have to as well. But
3: what does that mean for Marcus Satterfield to accept that this is the defensive first team? Now, like that's the real part. Well,
2: they, well, first of all, you're, well, first of all, he already has to accept it because he has no receivers. So you're already kind of, okay, I'm here with you. If you, if you weren't accepting it, as but, soon as but, Marcus Washington te- went out,
3: yeah. then you accepted it. it. Tell the listeners what that means. What that it means is it changes.
2: It, it does change. It changes how you how you play situational football for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Um, And it has to be with putting the defense in an advantageous position to keep us in the game or win us the game. Now, what the defense has to do is during this bye week is get better at their blitzes, get better at their run fits, Get better at getting to the passer, and then they also I think they need to they do a good job of getting to the ball, but I want everybody to the ball, so that's how you create fumbles, more hats to the ball, second, third, fourth hitter gets it, right That's how you create fumbles. you know yes, uh, failing Stanford had a great hit, right? Mm-hmm. but normally I'm you know I'm hitting the guy and you're coming and hit him, and then here comes DP he's punching the ball out, right so it, it takes everybody to embrace it and including the players, and once you really come to terms with it. That means you. It, it, it's not um, a negative, it's a positive. And then it's kind of like a badge of honor. Your offense actually plays more efficiently because the, we just talked about it. The roles are defined. Heinrich Harburg or Jeff Sims or Chuba Purdy, whoever's in their quarterback, it's plugged in, in, in place. The perfect example, and obviously not to this magnitude because his defense isn't, isn't to that magnitude yet, is when the Ravens won the Super Bowl Tony Banks was the starter. He would not embrace... I know Tony. He wanted to throw it. He And, and so did Brian Billick. Uh-huh. But once... And, and here's a perfect example. Brian Billick, the head coach slash offensive coordinator, had to be essentially backed into a corner by, by Marvin Lewis and Ray Lewis and those guys to understand that our defense is so good that we can win a Super Bowl with it. And then Tony Banks obviously had some turnovers and stuff like that. And I think... There were situational things with the play calling. I think if they could have – if they married the play calling to what they did with Dilfer and really cranked up that run game, Tony Banks might have still been the starter. But here comes Trent Dilfer. He just was like, oh, this is all you want me to do is throw 14 passes, throw to Shannon Sharp, and throw to like Stokely. You
3: can't even name the other receivers on that team. It was – well, Rockwell, he had
2: Ishmael. Quadri Ishmael who who caught
3: 30 balls? If that. <laughs> uh, Stokely Brandon Stokely. Um Jamal uh uh Lewis. Well yeah, uh, he was the
2: running back. Then you had the No, type, no, no, the receiver. Oh, J- Jermaine kid, Lewis. Jermaine Lewis. But he was Turner. he was just the punt returner. Yeah. If Jermaine got in there, the game was blown out. <laughs> and that's my boy. But he was he Jermaine's thing was there. But you know what? When you talk about Foley and them, well what what, what did the Ravens do? They said, you know what? We got a special returner. You know what we're going to do? We're going to block our tails off on punt and kickoff return, and we're going to let him be our offense. And that's what they did. They blocked punts. They got picks. They played more aggressive on defense. They fell in love with situational football on defense, and they became suffocating. There was nothing that you could do against them. But you
3: you know what I know about that Houston team Jay was on? There were some weeks— when the defense walked into the locker room and said to the, all the offensive players, they just held out their hand and said, give me your checks.
2: But they wasn't giving us give none, Harrison. Give me your checks. Harrison, we said we, what we asked for them checks, them offensive dudes was stingy. They making the most like, money if doing the we're the defensive
3: left. team and yeah. we carrying the day yeah. and I got to cover your butt because yeah. you can't do your job, <laughs> give me your money. So at some point, as Matt Rule says that, the offensive players get that side eye from the defensive players. And remember, be careful because the last time the offense and defense were unbalanced at this program, you you didn't play in a bowl game because one group had more power and more respect than the other. Like just be just put a note in it, put a pen in it, because it's a thing that be careful about when you say this is our group and this is not our group.
2: Yeah, I mean, those are those aren't parallel because This defense has come with me. I'll take a bunch of – I'll go have me trials on campus if I got to. Well, I mean, had Greg Sciano, he put a team together in a week. Yeah. He had to do fly from, like, <laughs> across. The kicker came from, like, Australia.
3: We would have had a whole bunch of hey. walk-on jerseys. Hey, we stuff. would have <laughs> <hey, we would've, laughs> hey, been
2: out there getting right? – hey, it would have been, like, the replacements. The right? scab, remember when yeah, the stabs has right, been right. out oh, oh, there? I, I, <laughs> I don't think it's a problem that he says it. You know, and, I, and he's being realistic, right? He's not – Look, if 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 Matt Rule got up there and says, man, we're offensive powerhouse, everybody, dude, you you know so it, I don't have a problem with him saying it. What what needs to happen, especially during this bye week, is everybody needs to come to terms with it. Mm. Okay, we got injuries. These these receivers ain't coming back. Man. Right? Betts ain't coming back. IGC isn't coming back, and Marcus Washington ain't coming back. Okay. Well now we got the three amigos coming in there, uh, the freshmen. You, hey, listen. Malachi, you at home? I know you got Machachos and all that. Okay, hey, it's time to eat right now. Okay? Everybody needs to step up. There's no film on them. So, but this is a great opportunity, but then when you're as you're putting together this game plan, you try to marry it to what you need to get done. It's like a full staff meeting when you're looking at the opposing team's offense. Okay, what do you feel like you're going to do here? Okay, well, we're going to put you in a better situation here so when we punt the ball from our 40, We're gonna cough and corner kick it. We're gonna get it back and we're gonna small ball you. And then once we get, say, a nine point lead or above seven or say above eight points, well then you know what? Now it's time to be more aggressive. Now we can try to do, you know, run some, you know, try to get some explosive plays to put the dagger in your heart. Really what people don't understand, that's how Michigan gained ground on Ohio State, and now they're obliterating them. They started a physical way of doing it, and if you watch it as Michigan goes along the season this year. They will get more aggressive. Now, obviously, there's a long way between Michigan and Nebraska, but if you, want to try to, if you want to be somebody, you have to try to mirror what they're doing, and it's not going to be overnight. So Kobe Bryant did everything like Michael Jordan. He wasn't the Kobe that we remember at the end of his career or at his height when he first tried to do it because you know what Kobe, who Kobe was when he thought he was Jordan? The same one that airballed that ball against Utah and essentially lost him the, you know, the playoff series that's how you have to start you got to shoot some air balls before you can hit the game winners you got to start somewhere and it takes a you know a full-fledged you know everybody locking arms to do it and it can be done and it's a great opportunity to do it because you're not facing the schedule in the same teams as you will next year you're facing teams that when you look in that when you look across they are you so if you are better at what you're doing and who you are than they are coming out of the bye week at being three and three, you're 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 at a perfect situation. There's no more excuses by the fan base. Schedule, and this the schedule set up for you in this un- unique year, regardless of how it is starting quarterback out and all this other stuff for you still to reach some uh, you know short term goals.
3: Well, I'm I'm gonna read this one from from Wet Blanket cause Wet Blanket he says I agree that this is a defensive team, but I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, boo. Uh, We just fired an offensive coordinator who led the NFL in scoring uh, and red zone offense and replaced him with a defensive-friendly play-calling coach. How is that working in the red zone against San Francisco? I understand the concept of complementary football, but in the end, the game, the team with more points and scoring more points in the offense's uh, job uh, and responsibility. So I'm on the squad that you can acknowledge that we have an exceptional defense. You can place additional schemes based on that. But the moment you give somebody on the offense or one side of the ball a reason not to excel, they're not gonna. That is a constant in the NFL. That's a constant in college football. The moment you tell somebody, hey, Jay, don't you worry, Farley got you.
2: Yeah, that's not what he's saying. He's saying our defense is obviously what's just going to be the leader on our team. And that's just plain as day. I don't think he's saying offense just, you know, get worse. He's, he's going to say get better. I mean, you get better by embracing your role. And, you know, if you can come out of the bye week of knowing what you, you're you supposed to do, how you're in the whole concept of it, you actually p- play better. And as far as the Cowboys with, with Kellen, Moore, Kellen Moore, here's the problem with guys like Kellen Moore. And you see that you very rarely see this with defensive coordinators. What you do was wink Martindale at, at um, the Giants. When coaches are coaching to get a head coaching job, in particular offensive guys, the first thing that they talk about stats, for, for all that stuff. Even then was out here; they got fired. They're talking about, oh, well, we, you know, this was so many yards per carry, and all this. We were second in Big Ten in offense. You ain't scoring nothing. Kellen Moore, when they played in, played in there, he was not calling plays. That was complimentary to one of the best defenses in the league. Now is Mike McCarthy it? I don't know because he can't manage the clock either. But Mike McCarthy says if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down without little Wonder Boy over here throwing the ball all the time. Look at the look at the the Chargers right now. You know, so I mean, yes, I, I, it's all within reason. But for this team and where they're at to kind of I always say backdoor your way into a bowl game, you couldn't ask for a better scenario than this. Now you just got to get guys in
3: line. I'm sad by the fact that you just mentioned that Nebraska is going to try to backdoor its way into a bowl game. Well,
1: it
3: is. I'm sad. Well, Harrison, we can go to break. I need to go cry. Yep, I we'll need to that. go wipe a tear. <laughs> well, I, need to go, I, mean, I have a single tear running down my face, Foreman. I, I have well, man. Yeah, what,
2: what I mean by backdoor your way in there <laughs> is make a bowl game when nobody expects you to make a bowl game. That's okay. getting in there. Okay. I'm uh, in there. More oh. old school up next. We'll throw it the break.
1: <laughs> what?